Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Phileas running on, but giving Zaki a long start, and it's an impossible one because Zaki is home and hosed. They put plenty on, they get the money, he bolts in, 50 stars second, shared ambition third. There is Zaki, of course, winning the Hollandale Stakes on the Gold Coast last year, and tomorrow he will be all out to do that again, and uh, it's a pretty good thing of uh, being able to do that again, Zaki. He's in uh, ripping form. That race last year certainly put him on the map. Uh, Welcome to the show this morning. Of course, we are here, all thanks to Betfair. Find better odds on NRL and AFL on Betfair and play your way. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Gibbo, good morning to you on this uh, sort of dismal day. We are taping this on a Friday. It's not Saturday, so just keep in mind this is a Friday. We are taping this on a Friday. Uh, And at the moment, we're on a soft seven at the Gold Coast with plenty more rain to come, I'd say. Chris, it's no different than the dismal two months it's been. Why does it rain every Thursday and Friday? It is incredible. It is incredible. Um, Yeah, as we're doing this, we are um, on a soft seven. There's rain around, but you just don't know. It's, you know, when they... They say we won't get much. We seem to get a lot. When they yep. say it might not come, we still get it. It's yeah, it's it's everywhere. And having a look at next week's forecast, uh, it looks worse. There's uh, a lot of rain set to fall next week. And, we're, of course, we're not at Eagle Farm. That would be too much to ask. We're at Doombin. So uh, that's yeah. going to be another rain-affected yeah, well, track that, as well. Yeah, that's the only positive I can say. I was at the club there today and I said the same thing. Well, at least we've got this week because next week could have been a, a yeah. far worse story. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Glass half full guy you are, Gibbo. Glass half full, that's right. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Now, on today's show, uh, we'll, of course, go through all the races at the uh, the Gold Coast tomorrow. We'll be joined by Tom uh, Tom Haylock. Tom Laylock. Tom Laylock. That's what what he calls himself now because all his lays are losing. He's he's on fire. Tommy Laylock. Let me just say, we're going to hear about it, Gibbo. You know we're going to. He's already been sending text messages about... Uh, something about lays and smart oh, comments. I'm going to get him. I'm going to change his name on Twitter. His Twitter Tom handle. Tom Laylock. Tommy Laylock. <laughs> yeah, it was very clever of me there. Complete mistake. But yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look forward to chatting to uh, to Tom later on in the show. We'll have all the regular segments. But before we do anything else, actually, no. Before we get to uh, the Gold Coast tomorrow, just make mention, and we will talk about this later in the show too, Gibbo. Big race at Rockhampton tomorrow, the Archer, the inaugural running of the Archer, $440,000 slot race, uh, run along similar lines to the Everest. Yeah, good on them. Yeah. Um, it has, at the start, you know, obviously being up there, we weren't getting a lot of the info down here, and I sort of didn't follow it that well. But the last few weeks, um, you know, the info's got out there, tricky little barrier drawer, and yeah, it's, it's an interesting race. It's a, it's amazing how they've put it all together and the horses they've been able to get. Yeah. And being being the first one, you think that would just build, wouldn't you? It's um good on them. Well, the prize money will go up in years to come, uh, and the quality of horses uh, will go up as well. Although, as you say, the quality this year is quite strong. I've got horses from uh, from Melbourne and from Brisbane uh, and other places. So, and Sydney. I mean, most of these main trainers, Chris Waller, Gay Wardhouse, Adrian Bott, have runners in the race, which is just terrific. So, yeah. So we'll talk about that race a bit later on. I know you've uh, done a bit of form on that. 
Uh, but uh, best of luck to uh, the Rock. The I think it's the uh, the uh, amateurs, Rocky amateurs. Rocky, Am- Rocky, Rocky amateurs. amateurs. Yeah, today. Yeah. Yep. Uh, best of luck to them tomorrow with that big race. Anyway, we'll move on. Have a look at uh, these races at uh, the Gold Coast tomorrow. We'll kick it off with the feature race number eight, the Hollandale Stakes for Wait for Age over eighteen hundred metres. Gibbo, is it just a Zaki benefit? Oh, I think it is, Chris. Do you? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I just think he's going to roll up either lead or sort of sit right on speed, and I think he'll just put him to the sword on the corner like he did last year. He just leaned up in the middle of the track and lights out. I, I, I don't think this is any better a field. I think he's clearly in the best form. Um, no, knock on Ayrton from me. I, I just, you know, this is his first real step at weight for age, and he's taken on one of our best. Uh, you know, I hope Ayrton runs well, because if he does, you know, it sets him up for a, a good sort of spring they can aim at the, the longer races and whatnot. But, um, gee, I just think Zaki's going to lead on the corner, and I think the further they go, the further he'll win by. Well, tempo-wise, there doesn't look to be a lot of tempo, so he's going to be uh, in the first couple. He may even lead. Uh, Ayrton, as you mentioned, interesting runner. Ayrton, in all uh, eight starts, has yet to see anything other than a good track. Another interesting runner. Yeah, another interesting one. Um, yeah, not sure what to, what to make of him, really. I, I think he's a, he's a very good horse, but they have to be queries, don't they? The wet track, the first wait for age... Um, I don't know. I, I, I think he's a bit of a gamble, to be honest, but yep. he might just be that good he can compete with him. But look, if we do get a lot more rain, Polly Gray deserves a chance yep. in a race like this too. Like she, She's one of the best wet trackers in Australia, and she's absolutely flying all prep. So, I mean, she has to go in everything, doesn't she? Yeah, what about uh, Coventina Bay, the New Zealand mirror? Now, I know she came across last year. She didn't do a lot, but she was in races of shorter distances. This time around... She's been going around in 2,000-metre uh, races in New Zealand and been going really, really well. Uh, she drops back to 1,800 metres here, but she's another one that seems to really enjoy uh, getting through the wet ground. I think she's a different proposition this year. <laughs> I couldn't have, couldn't have said it any better, Chris. Yeah. It's, you pretty much summed up every single thing I was about to say. Yeah, I think it might have just been that they were at shorter trips and that she, she might not have been going as well, but um, you have to sort of put her in here just in case she brings that New Zealand form because she is going well. Now, there's a heap of feature races today. We've covered off there on the, uh, the Hollandale. We both think Zaki will win. We'll go back to race number six, and it's the Johnny Walker Gold Coast Bracelet. 1,800 metres, of course, these fillies heading towards the Oaks and Gypsy Goddess. Uh, we'll go around a short price favourite, should she run. Of course, if she uh, strikes a heavy track, they may not run her, although she did run well on heavy in, uh, in Sydney in the Oaks. Yes, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not sure what the theory would be. Maybe just trying to keep her going, you know, avoiding the heavies now. But, um, you know, Honey Creepers come out as well. It's, look, it's a really interesting race, but I haven't got a lot of confidence. Um, she's clearly the best horse, Gypsy Goddess, there's no doubt. But say she runs, she's going to be near last, having a circle. Might still be too good, but if she doesn't run, geez, it's open. Yeah, um, it is. I thought... Tyzai Bayless could have got a speeding fine on Tyzai last time. I, I thought the run was better than it looked and, and can be up on speed. Canadian Dancer was outstanding winning that race, so absolutely no knock there. Look, I think a horse like Stalking and Dynasty is a little bit of timing about them. I, th- I think, uh, I know Stalking only won a maiden last start, but I don't know. I just think it's going okay. So, it's look, it's hard for me to steer anyone into anything, but I'd I would be putting ties in, in exotics if you're having any. Would you be taking that price about Gypsy Goddess? 
No, no, no not for me. No. Why not? I think she's clearly the best horse. Just just getting back to last mm. on a possible very wet track, um, 24 back to 1,800, you know, yes, she's got a class runner, but there's just enough queries there for me not to take even money. Yeah, I'm a bit the same. Uh, she's the best horse in the race by far, but she's going to get back from that gate. Uh, at that starting point, she'd go back anyway, but that just makes a good thing of it, that she'll give a big start. And I don't know how this track will play. Generally, they'll be getting to the outside, I would think, yeah, uh, they as the will. day wears on. They won't be going anywhere near the fence. So she's going to have to take off and circle. And, uh, look, she may just run them. She probably will. She'll probably be far too good for them. She'll probably round them up and race away. But you've just got that in mind. And if they can't make ground from the back, then she's going to uh, going to be up against it. So... I, like you, wouldn't be taking uh, the short odds about Gypsy Goddess. I thought Gin Martini was a good chance in the race. Another one that will probably settle off the speed, though. But, look, on the map, as it stands, and, look, maps on heavy tracks tend to go out the window with me. They don't tend to to stand up all that well. But Mum's the Boss, Prickly Poppy, and uh, the Emergency. Yeah, the Emergency uh, Explosive Miss look to be the main three, but it's not a race where I can see a tonne of speed. All right, Gibbo, we've had a look at uh, a couple of the features today. We'll come back after this break and we'll have a look at the rest of them. Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Marbusha just in front. Tremonto tries to come back. Kesakano further back on the field. But Marbusha's in front near the line. Punched out Marbusha. Marbusha's won from Tremonto and Kesakano. Did you tip that last year, Gibbo? Marbusha in the guineas? Um, I've got a feeling I might have been on Kisakano, maybe. I'm not sure. Not sure. Another placing. Another placing <laughs> for Kisakano. Jeez. Has she won since then? Has she had I a win between know. then and I've then? Been on a lot of, I've been on a lot of placings since then. <laughs> so have I. A lot of unplacings, too. <laughs> that was last year's Guineas, uh, won by Marbusha. Now, this year's Guineas, the Brandon's Gold Coast Guineas, over 1,200 metres is raised seven tomorrow at 2.53. And at this early stage, Gibbo, I'm going to make the prediction that if uh, we get to a heavy track, we won't see Alpine Edge or Mimi Lagarde probably go around. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure about Mimi Lagarde. I, I thought she was okay on the heavy last time. I thought it was just an impossible sort of task where she yes. got to. Um, she wasn't disgraced. So, no. So, I mean, I wouldn't put a line through unless the stable have said that she won't run. But, um, look, I, I think Prince of Boom... He's he's just flying this prep. I know they missed the run the other day, but from 16, he'll sort of burn across, and I think he'll go for home on the corner. He's the one I'll have to run down, and look, I've got him on top. I think he'll be hard to run down. I think sort of state. Um, we all talk about the Kiwis loving wet tracks, but he hasn't seen one yet. <laughs> That's a, a little query, but he's a very nice horse. Been, around, been going around some good races last spring. Um, Roman Console, Coolmore. He goes okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I thought Mimi Lagarde and, and four moves ahead were the two that I thought were the value in the race. Like, like I said, I think Mimi Lagarde was a bit better than it reads on paper last time. 
Her four moves ahead has trialled well, even though looked to lose all sorts of form last prep. The trials have been okay. Loves a wet track. McAvoy to ride. And I think it might be the wrong price, sort of around 20. So, mm, Prince of Boom on top, and probably from uh, sort of state, Mimi Lagarde and four moves ahead. I really like sort of state. If you if you look at his form, he's had 10 starts for six wins, and at our form guide here, it says they've all been on good tracks. But I can tell you four of those wins have been on dead tracks in New Zealand. And those dead track wins have been absolutely demolition jobs. He's been so impressive. And if you look at his breeding, he's by Schnitzel. The breed love the ground. And the dam in the Vanguard had five starts for one win. And that one win came on a soft track. So everything I see about this horse suggests that he probably will handle it okay. But I was talking to Andrew Bensley on his show uh, the other day. And, and he said the stable probably won't run on a heavy track. So I don't know where I'm at with this horse now. <laughs> they know more about him than I do. And they've probably seen him uh, in track work on a, on a wet track, etc. So... I just think he's a, he's a really nice horse, and his his wins on the video and uh, New Zealand have been so good. And I'm going to leave him on top here and uh, back my judgment that he'll handle the wet ground. So three sort of state for me. Two Prince of Boom, yeah, flying this prep and loves the wet ground. If just needs to get across early on. Looking at the map, Prince of Boom, Rhapsody Rose to its outside, Oriental Princess, and Grey Defence are the two that will probably kick up inside of Prince of Boom. Uh, but he should be able to get over and look. Being right against the fence probably isn't ideal anyway. So I think he's yeah. the hardest to beat. And uh, I think four moves ahead can run a race as well. I'm worried about Alpine Edge and and Mimi Lagarde. If it was a dry track, I'd probably tip Mimi Lagarde because I, I think she's a she's a, a really good uh, filly. All right, so three, two, and 11 from me in the guineas. Now, where do we go now, Gibbo? Should we go back to the very start? Or, yeah, yeah. I'll go back to the start rather than confuse everybody. Race number one tomorrow is the Play Gold Coast Benchmark 78 Handicap. 1,400 metres, and this is a tough way. In fact, these first couple of races are pretty tough. I was I was really keen to bark, really keen. I I thought this was a pretty weak race, and I really liked them trials in Sydney. And <clears throat> they were just telling me that Annabelle Nation was just a bit hesitant about the, him striding out on the wet tracks. I don't know whether she's putting the slows on or what, but <laughs> it's dampened the one. confidence. It's dampened the confidence a little bit, Chris. I know. Um, gee, I was keen on him. I, Probably not enough to scare me off. I think I still got to back him. I just like what I see in there. J Mac, J Mac to ride. He'll take care of the gate. Don't worry about that. So look, I've got him on top, and and he is a bet for me, Sabak. I just want to have a little saver, a little something on Montez to be a winning result. Um, I'm a bit of a sucker for the horse, but <laughs> you I've <laughs> you got a share in this horse. You must have a share in this horse. He was good on a soft track first up. He was he ran on good from a hopeless position second up. I just think he's going as good as he can go. Um, and I just don't think this is that good of a race. I think gate 14 forces him to get to the right part of the track. So, so Buck's a bet for me, but I, I, there'll be just a little something uh, on Montez as well. Yeah, I'm going to go with Snitzify with no great confidence here, number 18. I did like the run two back at Dooman, sticking on well for third. And then last time out, uh, everything went wrong. So forgive that completely. Uh, wet track wise, has won twice on soft and failed on heavy, but only the one try. So number eighteen, something small for me, and you are keen, sort of, on the chances of number eight, Sarak. Sabak or Sarak? Sabak. 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 All right. Yeah. Go to race number two today. It's the accurate road profiling. Bat out of hell over nine hundred meters. Does the winner get a motorbike again? Is that no. no? That doesn't happen no. anymore. Or is it? Um it might be this race. Yeah. Um, yeah, it used to. Yeah, I'm not sure. Road, free road profiling. 
I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard about it actually this year. But yeah, they definitely used to. I tell you what, um, if they get a motorbike, they don't want to do any burnouts on the track, as it'll just completely sink. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, I think the top two are, the, are clearly the two for me. I'm a little surprised there's such a a gap in the market, sort of five fifty to use Nov and two twenty Remlatch Jam. Um, the swing in the weights goes to Usmanov from the last start where they run first and second, but Remlatch Gem probably rather is a genuine wet track, so plus gets J-Max. So, oh, I don't think there's a lot between them. I've got Remlatch Gem on top slightly from Usmanov, uh, and away from them, I, I think it's a bit of a guessing game. The others, I'd be surprised if one of the top two don't win. Remlatch Gem loves the Gold Coast. We've seen that. Loves the wet tracks. Just needs to get over somewhere. Uh, doesn't probably need to get on the fence, but I think he's the one to beat. So number two for both of us here, Remlap's Gem, but you're also keen on the chances of number one, Usmanov. Race number three this afternoon, the 4X Gold Coast Cup over 2,400 metres. This could be a slog. When I say this afternoon, I mean tomorrow afternoon, of course. Uh, I really struggled here, Gibbo. I went up and down this field many, many times, and I really can't get confident about any of them. Well, I do like the race. This is sort of my main betting race Good. for the day, Chris. So Take the floor. Um Look, I, I, the way I looked at it was I just don't want to be with any of the locals or the ones that have been racing around here for a while now. I'm more than happy to look away in the staying ranks. Alakahan won this race last year. I think it's going far better. Um, you know, I don't think it's particularly a wet tracker, but it's been running around in Group 3, Group 2s, Group 1s in Sydney, the Selwood, the Chairman, the Sydney Cup on very, very heavy tracks. And I thought, you know, fourth to Mount Popper, it was an excellent run, only beaten two lengths. And even the margins are a bit over the top because of it was being so wet there. So I'm more than happy to take close to double figures, Alaka Hahn. And I'll also make Labal the other one that's a winning result for me. It's been going around on heavy tracks in Sydney as well. Um, and, and performing decent for a race like this anyway. I think the main dangers are probably the Kiwis, um, 1 and 10. But uh, I'm more than happy to back 2 and 4, one of my main betting races for the day. Number two was my tip. I said in the race, I'm not overly confident, but I do agree with you. Ala Kahan, who won the race last year, as you mentioned, I don't think going as well numerically and statistically, but facing tougher opposition than uh, he was this time last year. So he probably is going just as well. So I'm with number two as well. Number uh, Race number four today, one of the features, the Tab Ken Russell Memorial Classic over 1,200 metres, Gibbo, Natuno. Yes, well, our listener would have heard the other week when we interviewed Ryan Maloney that uh, he was telling us it's a group horse. Yeah. One of the best he's been on for some time, so very hard to steer away from here, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think he's got to go on top, and I'm really excited to see what he does. Uh, I think he's got a massive future, and he could do anything this carnival, couldn't he? Um, yeah, I've got him on top. I think West of Africa... Uh, I think there's a bit of a wrap there. This might be all coming a little bit soon, but I, I think he's a nice, big, beautiful, striding horse west of Africa, so I think he's probably the hardest to beat. But, um, yeah, all about Natuno. Really keen to see what happens here. Yeah, can't tip against Natuno. I like the look of uh, London, but it's scratched and running at uh, Gosford tomorrow instead. Keep an eye on it. But I'll be with Natuno as well. Two dominant wins and both on wet ground. That's a massive plus. So number three for both of us. In race four, the uh, the Ken Russell. Race five is the Silk Stocking, the Atwood Marshall Lawyers. Silk Stocking, 1,400 metres for the Phillies and Mares. Gibbo, I thought Bonham might be one to keep an eye on here, market-wise. Well, hello, hello. Um, look, I was with the, the favourites. If it could stay in the soft range, I think Yamazaki and April Rain are models, one of them to win. If we get to a bottomless 10, 
that's where it sort of gets a query. I don't think either of them actually want it that wet. So more an eye to the sky here for me. If, if it stays in the soft range, I'll back Yamazaki and sort of cover my bet with April rain. Um, if it gets heavy, I'm not sure what I'll do. I'm not sure what the play will be. I'm with the top two. Bonham and Yamazaki is my main tips. Bonham's just one that interests me. Tony Gollan, Scott Bonham, had two runs down south um, late last year. Didn't do anything. Uh, one at Caulfield and one at uh, Flemington. But I'm happy to forgive those. No trials leading in, which is very important from this stable. They normally trial everything. Has wet form, two from two on heavy, and has a Group 1 win in uh, New Zealand to its credit. So Bonham, I'd say, has plenty of ability this mare. Whether she can uh, put her best foot forward tomorrow remains to be seen. So a market watch for me, number two, Bonham in race number five. We've looked at race six. We've looked at race seven. We've looked at race eight. And that leaves us with race nine, the Australian Turf Club Trophy. Over 1,200 metres, a listed race. It used to be the gold market, Gibbo. Uh, I've got one here. My best of the oh, day comes oh, up go here. On. I've oh, got lead, us, lead us away. Go on. Number nine, Salatine, who uh, opened something like $17 uh, around the place on Wednesday. Nothing like that uh, as I speak now on Friday. Since, uh, since she joined Tony Gollan, she's been nothing but a model of consistency. She's won two of her last three. Now, that uh, loss was her latest run on Magic Millions Day, and that was, I think, one of her best runs. She was way back in the field. Her sectionals home was strong, and I had her in the black book for her next start. Well, of course, she had a spell, and this is her next start. First up, she's good. She handles the ground really well. She's had a good trial, and I think she'll be on the right part of the track as they all uh, start to charge down the outside in the straight. So I'm keen. Race nine, number nine, Salatine. Yeah, the trial was good, Chris, but I'm Mm. pretty sure I've seen footage of a jump out since then, and she went like a bomb. Mm. Uh, It was outstanding work, so... Off that, once I've seen that, I sort of started leaning her way as well. But I've stuck with um, Soxagon. I thought he went up a crazy price as well. Obviously, Orbison coming out is uh, deduction time there. But, geez, Soxagon for me, I, you know, he went around in the buffering. Um, and what was the other run? Uh, the buffering and the Falvalon, only the two runs in the summer. They were on soft and heavy tracks. He, that was behind Roheron and Kementari, uh, beaten half a length and two and a half lengths. Uh, I think he's just a class runner. you guaranteed he's going to run well for Brad Stewart. I thought the trial was just okay. That's my only little query. But, um, mate, he just turns up and races well all the time. So it'll be... Soxagon will be a bet for me, uh, and so will Salatine. I'm happy to back them both around that sort of $14 and $4 mark. I think we can be winning if we back them both. Um just keep an eye on mass destruction. I, I know he's not a genuine wet tracker. Gate one's the query for me. He's going to be stuck on that bad sort of slower part of the track. Um, but keep an eye on him for the carnival because I'm sure he's going well, that horse. All righty. That's uh, all nine races looked at at the Gold Coast tomorrow. We'll go for a break. When we come back from the break, Tom Haylock. Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Gibbo, I'm excited, as Big Kev used to say, because it's that time of the show where we're joined by Tom 
Haylock. Laylock. Not the Laylock. name that you christened him with uh, at the start of the show. What did you say, Tommy? Tom, Tom Laylock. Tommy Laylock. Yeah. <laughs> the Laymeister. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not funny at all. How are you, Tom? Oh, it's great to be here, boys. It's great to be here. I'm, geez, I'm recovering. It's been yeah. a big week. How many but, days uh, at the bull? Always a highlight. Uh, we did four days. Monday to Thursday. Came home Thursday. So, yes, I'm surprised I got my voice, to be honest, boys. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you've done well to be here. Now, Gibbo be and I want to know, how do you get a job like that? Where, where do you apply for these jobs where you can just travel around <laughs> to all these major carnivals and just enjoy yourself? As if Gibbo wants to know that, mate. That's all Gibbo does. He goes around, gets paid to talk at sportsmen's lunches. Uh, right. That's true. Don't give me that, Chris. All right, then there I wanted to go. know then. Can't feel this is a stitch up. <laughs> no, it's not a stitch up, mate. He, t- he told me, Chris, um, he told me, he goes, oh, I don't even work. I pay for my own from all the lays that I've been winning on. Oh. Pays his own way, he reckons. Oh, he'll be ringing that up shortly. Oh. We won't have to ask. Oh. All your lays, Chris. Uh, give up, I just back your lays and we, we get the chocolates. Take so, the money. Take the cool. money. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it was a huge week, boys. Um, obviously, um, we do a lot for our clients at Betfair and being at the ball, the water ball uh, event on Tuesday night, Betfair, it's, it's always a big talking point. It's a massive function. We've got racing participants there and a lot of key clients come down and it's good to reward them because we've had a couple of years in COVID and lockdowns and whatnot and it's... Really good to get around our clients and um, yeah. thank them for, for what they do for us. We want our clients to win, which is the beauty of what we do at Betfair. And, um, yeah, it's good to, good to have a chat, network, and um, build relationships. Oh, that's good. That sounds like a lot of fun. Gibbo, just wish we had got an invite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can keep the ball. It's about four still degrees, waiting. isn't I know. it? Yeah, I'm a bit the same. Yeah. I, I watch on TV. Chris, I'm yeah. still waiting for my invite. I'm still waiting for my invite to Gibbo's 40th. So. Well, he's now 47, oh. so you're waiting a while. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Now, speaking of Betfair, find better odds on NRL on Betfair. But if you're having a bet, do so responsibly. Any issues there, call 1-800-858-858. Now, a couple of talking points. One that I want to bring up, and I think we need to uh, really do this, especially you and I, Gibbo, that uh, wet track form in Sydney during the autumn. We need to completely dismiss that when we're doing the form up here because we've seen uh, a couple of horses flying crazy win a couple of weeks ago, and we saw a horse called Three Wise Men that I could not have had, but when I look back at the form, I probably could have, that had failed miserably uh, in Sydney on wet tracks. Two runs this time in, comes to Eagle Farm last week. It looks like... Well, looks like a good horse coming away from the last 100 metres. Yeah, I think it'll happen a lot over the carnivals, a lot of days at Eagle Farm and, you know, there'll be horses and, and vice versa. There'll probably be some that have been excelling down there that'll go horrible, but um, yeah, it's definitely take the extra hour and do the form properly uh, going forward because it's going to be a different beast, isn't it, Chris? It is. Uh, it's going to be tricky. If we're going to get this sort of weather all the way through, you know, wet couple of weeks and then it dries out, then it's wet again, it's going to be very hard. At least at least in Sydney, uh, during the carnival, every week was wet. <laughs> yeah, that's every true. Every single week. It didn't chop and change. You knew what you were getting every single week. But uh, anyway, I think we need to keep a close eye on just dismissing that form up here unless it's on a wet track once again. Rothfire, Gibbo, what did you make of the run? Yeah, well, that was about one of the only favourites that I got right, that I was just had that little inkling in the back of your head that he was it was too short to find out. You, you, you had to see him go around. He didn't bring the form last prep. You know, he trialled well and then didn't run well. 
he's trolled a well, well, and he's he's gone pretty ordinary the other day, hasn't he? He's well, he, he did go quick well early. You look at the sectionals; he did burn early. Um, yeah, I used to win run races at the twenty meter mark at school too, but <laughs> they don't pay really? you for that. I, I don't know. I, he's not the same horse to me. Rothfire at fifty percent was better than what what we seen the other day. Yeah, no, he's not the same horse. There's no doubt about that. But I just want I, look, and I I don't think I'll be tipping him next time. But uh, I'm inclined to just sit on the fence with that that first start run. Did you have an opinion on it, Tom, at all? Um, I thought it was pretty disappointing, to be honest. Yep. Um, yeah, I thought he. I know he worked a little bit early, but um, as you said, I, he wasn't wasn't as good. Or he wasn't the old uh, rough fire. The old rough fire would have annihilated annihilated that field. And um, I, I didn't watch his trial, but I heard a lot of people commenting on how good the trial was. Was he? Urged along in that trial or actually given a solid hit out because he's obviously got a really high cruising speed, which can um, be misleading in trials. Yeah. Probably what you'd expect, Tommy. Just, you know, like you said, that high cruising speed. He's one of them horses that just comes out and wins trials. He's never really pushed. He wasn't pushed out to win it, but he, you know, he did a... He was sort of strong through the line and, you know, it looked good, but it was always just that question in race day and he... Um, yeah, I don't know. There has to be a big question going forward as Pretty to where sure. he's at. Where are we going to see him again? Any idea? Um, I'm not sure where they're going to go next now. I don't know whether anything's changed or... No, I'm not sure, Chris. Uh, some interesting news, too, just uh, on Queensland horses for a second. Go Wanji Gibbo, who was scratched at the barriers last week, uh, won't be coming back to the races anytime soon until he mends his manners, and that's from Tom Dougal, the trainer, said we're not really even thinking about bringing him back until he gets his act together. <laughs> I'd be trying to get back the one and a half million or whatever it is they, they decided not to take. I'd be trying to get every every dollar I could back out of him. Well, they're in no hurry, and they said, well, if it takes us till next year to get his head right, then so be it. So there you go. They're not in any hurry. There we go. Wanji, uh, Tom Hawkesbury last week, standalone meeting. How was that? Uh, it was it was Hawkesbury. Um, yeah, <laughs> Great answer. Uh, I was thinking the same. <laughs> We don't follow any horses out of the meeting. It's as simple as that. We put the, the bin in the or put the Hawkesbury form in the bin generally. Um, yeah, I'm not going to follow anything really out of that meeting, mate. Fair to say that uh, you won't be offering up anything for Black Bookers then this week. Oh, I've got a couple from trials, but that's oh, about good. it. That'll do. Uh, lay bets, Tom. Uh, I'm sure you. I'm surprised you haven't already brought. You sort of have brought this up, but uh, congratulations last week. How many was that in a row? Oh, well, I actually tipped. Uh, I actually laid more Varda in Adelaide, to be honest, and that one like fell up. So you're not on this show, um, though. Had two last week. The, the fir- no, the, the first one was one that you tipped, I think, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Sorry to bring that up, mate. That's but, fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you are. Brooks Fire. Brooks yeah, that's Fire, it. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't believe how short she was, and uh, yeah, we we got the chocolates there. She uh, she was way too short, Brooks Fire. All yeah. all on hype, boys. That horse, I think. Well, Gibbo and I went really well. Uh, I laid character and it won like uh, far lap. And uh, what were you? Didn't you lay two, Gibbo, and they both won? Yeah, yeah, they went really good though. Jeez, they went good. <laughs> <laughs> I added added a length to them as soon as I potted them. Yeah, R and T, R and T. Oh, it was uh, a good win. Yeah, it was a good win. Uh, can't remember the other one, but it won as well. Anyway, that was last week. It's now this week, and let's look back. Actually, having said that, let's look back to last week for some black bookers, Gibbo. <laughs> Crikey, Borazon oh. was a real tragic tale on the straight. And I'd say just beat Gowanji. Best thing beat you'll ever see in a race. That's been a tragedy, Alpine dancer. Strike me pink. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Black Book. Look, I'm going to... look. 
I don't think it was an outstanding run. I just think Star Tontes is in for a really good carnival up yep. here. Um, handles all conditions. Um, she's just a little trier. So Star Tontes, I'm more than happy to follow. It just won through the midweeks uh, that debuted Red Hot Rubik's. Uh, really good through the line. The trials before it were pretty good too. So I think can be winning a sort of ordinary midweek maiden soon. Red Hot Rubik's, that's it for me. Tommy, we know you've got nothing from Hawkesbury, but from the trials... Yeah, two-year-old gelding by uh, Team Hawks, Spitzer, took out uh, trial 11 at Rose Hill the other day. It was an enormous piece of work. Um, a few others for Generation Trial Well up in Sydney. Um, Extra Weird is a three-year-old filly called uh, oh, uh, by Ryan and Alexio Stable. Um, three-year-old filly that went very nicely as well, Extra Weird. I don't know where the name comes that's, that's from. It's definitely not named not after name, Christopher. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even yeah, going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. Extra something. Yeah, any more? That'll, no, that'll do me. All right. Uh, here's a few from last week from me. One from your neck of the woods, Gibbo. Go Darcy. I thought ran a good race in race two at Eagle Farm last week. Did a lot of work. I don't know that we'll see this horse contend any feature races over the carnival, but might head back to the Gold Coast. So go Darcy. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's been good, but last two have been very good. Yeah, I thought Jamaldi in race five is one you can definitely forgive. Uh, Mr. Start, a horse that generally likes to lead. And uh, sectionals between the eight and the two were pretty good and just faded a little late, to be expected. Plimstock ran on well in race five also. Once further, I had Star Tontes down as well. And this horse, new arrangement in the last race. If this horse doesn't win a race soon, I'll, I'll give it away. I mean, he was very good over 1,400 metres two back running on late, and then when Go Wanji came out at the barriers last week, I thought, well, this is the one. He nearly fell halfway down the straight, but he picked himself yeah. up and, and hit the ground really well. 1,600 metres is what he's after, new arrangement. He'll be winning a race somewhere. I am sure of it. You agree? Yep, yep, yep. He was definitely unlucky on the weekend. Um, he, he's not one of mine, but I did. I knew, knew that you liked him, so I was keeping the eye out, and he was lucky to stay, yeah, stay he was. on top, McAvoy. He was. So Anyway, that's Black Bookers for this week. We'll have a break. We come back from the break and go through some best bets, etc. Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. All right, it's time for our best bets for the weekend. Uh, Gibbo, you can kick us off. The Gold Coast, obviously, tomorrow is our major meeting. What do you like there? And is your best bet coming out of the Gold Coast tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, there's, a, there's a few races I'm sort of keen to bet into, sort of two plays. Race one, as I mentioned, pretty keen to back. I'd like to see what the Betfair market does before jump, though. Just mentioning that Annabelle was um, lukewarm on a wet track. So, look, Sabak is a bet for me at this stage. I'd, I'd like to have a little something on Montez at 20 to 1 as well. 
in that race. Uh, race three, keen to take close to double figures. Alec Ahan, you'll get that on Betfair. Um, and making Labelle a winning result as well in that race. Um, really keen to play them. Races one and three. I do think Natuno's, you know, if you can get even money, he, he might just be a star. So he's the other one I like. Uh, and they're probably the races that I'll play in. Tom? Um, Solar Apex for me, race six, number one, Solar Apex. Now, this horse won a mile first up last start, uh, last campaign at Gosford. He's $13, um, Solar Apex. I think it's a great price for this horse. It's a real pattern for him. Um, and Waller's done the trick and he had a real soft trial leading in. So something each way, race six, number one's my best. Uh, I think we can kick the day off well with race one, number four, Resonator as well at Gosford. About that $3.10 marks. Fair enough. Just while you, you're on race one at Gosford uh, tomorrow, <clears throat> London. Horse I was raving about last week. I still think it'll come up here and win a feature race. Give it any chance tomorrow. I might yes. need the run. No, I do. I'll give it a chance. Um, a few queries, though. 740-meter yeah. trial, I think, is the danger. But one soft trial on a synthetic is a genuine concern for me. I find it very hard to back horses off short course synthetic trials. So um, I know I think he's stacked with ability. I agree with you, Chris. Um Yeah, just want to see what the market does with him. And, and Chad Schofield from Barrier 1 is a little bit sticky as well. All righty, my best bet is uh, the Gold Coast. Race nine, number nine, Salatine. And as I check the price again on this Friday morning, it's now into a very shortish quote than it was the odd $17 when the markets went out. Uh, the scratching there of Orbison, of course, doesn't help. So Salatine for me, I've liked the trial. Uh, Gibbo's given me even more confidence, telling me the jump out was really good also. She loves the wet ground, uh, and she's just a horse that's done really well since joining Tony Gollan. So on with her, race nine, Number nine, Salatine, as my best of the day. Time to go around the grounds. And around the grounds, we don't have a tune for you because I haven't found one, but I'm working on it, guys. It's not an easy task. <laughs> Excellent. I'm working on it. Don't uh, don't think I'm not. Don't think I'm slacking off. Tom, around the grounds for you. <clears throat> I don't have much, to be honest, boys. I don't know if you know, but I've been a want ball for the four oh, days. Oh, really? So I haven't done too much around the grounds. Um, uh, I, just, I just want to ask you a couple of things. Um what, what track are we looking at at Gold Coast today? It was going to be pretty wet because there's two <coughs> horses, probably a few horses that I've got my eye on heading up there, but um, a couple of them might be query on genuine wet tracks. So. Gibbo, you're the man on the spot. Like... Yeah, I was there this morning and it was it was a seven, but there is rain around. So look, Tommy, I'd be thinking it's going to be, oh, I reckon we'll get into the heavy range personally, but yeah. um, it'll be a genuine wet track, just how wet, I'm not sure. Which what ones so, did you like? I've got a big opinion of April Rain. April Rain, yep. I've got a huge opinion of, but just wet track, genuine concern. Yamazaki as well. I know you mentioned this horse um, off trials recently. Give I, she's a, a yep. lovely mare. She just doesn't win out of turn, and she, I think she needs it probably firmer than a heavy as well. So there's a couple. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. Any others anywhere but, else? Uh, That's it. Yeah, there's pl- oh, there's plenty of Sydney horses up there, but uh, no, nah, not much for me this week, guys. I am going to head to your part of the world, Tom. Not where you are now, but uh, an area you like to concentrate on, New South Wales, Gosford. I've got a good thing in the last. Race 10, number 8, Battleton. What do you think of that? I haven't done that race yet, mate. Oh, I don't You don't have to oh, now. I was, <laughs> I was hoping it was coming up here, Chris. They scratched. Yes, they did. From the race up here, I was hoping it would be here. I didn't realise it would be that short down there. Yeah, it's in the last race at Gosford. It's got some pretty good form. Hasn't done anything wrong at any of its uh, small amount of starts. Rain, it's only Rainbow three. Connection. Mm-hmm. Rainbow Connection for Matthew Dunn tried up really nicely. I know that might be a nice horse. Is that in the same race? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it is. All right, yep. a nice little exactor yep. there. So I like Battleton. 
Uh, in Queensland, uh, I don't know what this weather's going to do, but I think race three, number two, at Clifford Park, Toowoomba, single desire can bounce back. Uh, look, there's a couple for the sunny coast, but that could be quite wet on Sunday, so we won't worry about those lays. So can, I, can I give an around no, the ground? Never a chance. <laughs> there you go, super jive. Sorry, you'll never win. <laughs> Cut that. We'll come back to it. Gibbo, yeah, anything for I... around the grounds for you? Oh, thanks. I thought um, you went first. No, pretty confident with one too. The more, the closer we get to the race, the more I like it in Adelaide. The Sangster, uh, Brooklyn Hustle. She's always had that pattern that sort of cruels her a few times, but I think she's flying. I don't think there's much more she could have done last start. Third best last two under to the uh, the meeting. Um, I just think this sets up well against her own sex. About ten dollars and three dollars the place. I'm not much of an each way better, but get on Betfair and take some of that. I, I think she runs enormous on the weekend. Very nice. I'm glad uh, I didn't forget you. Okay, late. <laughs> Sale. Nah, never a chance. Then came Super Giant. He'll never win. All right, Lays. Now, my Lays been scratched, so I have to find another one. So let me work on that. Tom. Oh, um, again, I'm pretty pretty tricky here. Um, I, oh, I come think on. You're going for about short. 30 in Did a you? row. Behemoth's too short, continued to drift throughout the week, open way too short. Um, $455 might be the price I can consider him at, but he's too short at the moment. I agree with Gibbo there in the Sangster, actually. I think um, I think uh, Brooklyn House was a really nice H-way play there. So, um, yeah, not many lays for me at the moment. Sorry, guys. It's okay. Uh, Gibbo? <coughs> Shooting gold no. for gold is just an absolute winner, but uh, he hasn't won for three starts, so here's a good way to get him back in the winner's list. I will be laying him in the last race at the Gold Coast. Um, <laughs> look, he's he's a very nice horse, but I, I sort of rather him over 1,100. He's also drawn gate three. That inside part of the track will be inferior ground, and they're every chance of just keeping him there, and uh, that will dull his sprint. So laying shooting for gold in the last. I agree. As I said, I had Orbison down to lay. Now I'm laying shooting for gold for exactly the same reasons, plus he's not proven on uh, on heavy ground. He's got that turn of foot, but I don't know if we'll see that on a heavy track. So I'm Big asterisk. As- all the punters are putting asterisks yeah, next to it shooting now. Shooting for gold just shortened right two, up. These two clowns have laid it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm jumping on, boys. You're on now. A <laughs> uh, day hoisted, never been happier. I, uh, any, I uh, also think, um, just having a quick look, sorry, I think Yamazaki's probably short enough at $4.20 there with 58 kilos running style on a wet track. That's got to be unders. Gibbo, you're quite keen. Okay, no. Yeah, I thought I thought it and April Rain, if, it, if we stayed on the soft, I'm more than happy to back them both. But, uh, yeah, if it got to genuine heavy, that was my concern with both of them. All right. Quiet weekend yep. coming up, Tom? Yeah, I think so. Sipping on some green tea and, um, yeah. <laughs> That's about it, yep. Just having a complete <laughs> detox or cleanse or something, they call yeah. it these days? Yeah, yeah, correct. Oh, it was get, a wild week. It was great, great time. When's the next event? Uh, well, I'll, I'll come up for the Oaks up there, boys. You might oh, really? get an invite if you play your cards right. Beautiful. So we might do that, yeah. I'm going to the Goodwood in a couple of weeks in Adelaide. That's not a work trip by any means. That's just uh, me heading to Adelaide for a good day of racing. So um, plenty happening, guys. You and Kemantari. Yep. Excellent. Beautiful. All right, well, have a great weekend, guys. Hope you've had plenty of winners, everyone out there. Same to you. We'll catch you same time next week.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.